is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Meet the Critters. Tonight, we're back in the backwoods. We are going to have a fun episode. This is not going to be constructive in any way, shape, or form. So if you came here for that, I apologize, but I hope you stay for the fun stories. Um, we are super excited. We've got Joe and Josh down in the wings, so we're going to pull them up right now. What's going on, boys? Not oh, a whole you lot. Know. Same shit, different stuff. day. Same technical issues, different day. <laughs> What's up? Still hotter than the devil's asshole down there? Uh, yeah, it's it's I, it's 82 in this room, which is feels oh. cold compared to outside. That's, it's uh, it's it's like 99 right now. That now that the sun's starting to go down. That's insane. Yeah, <laughs> no well, thanks. Yeah, because Joe, you're probably you're probably probably similar to me. I'm like. I was in like the 60s today. It was pretty nice. Uh, it was actually 60s? pretty warm today until we got the rain. Then it got muggy and it cooled down a little bit. Yeah. It's almost yeah. the fucking 4th of July and it's 60s. Yeah. You can't be kidding me. Usually <laughs> it's a lot hotter here, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, been, it's, been it's been a very temperate. We've had like random weeks of like 90s and then it'll yeah. drop down. Like yeah. I think there's a date next day next week. It's going to be in the 40s at night. Like... New Hampshire. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. That. New Hampshire is a weird place. It really is. Um, that so, explains you. Josh, you got some projects going on. What do you got to? What do you got going on right now? Oh, I've always got some shit going on. I've been doing backend stuff on the website. Um, working on Smoker. Working on adding other shit to the website too. Uh, new seasoning blends and shit. So like seventeen projects. Um, I probably should th like finish one instead of try to do them all at the same time. But that's not how my brain works. So no, just run them all. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all constantly projects Yeah, exactly. There's a thousand projects at once. And Joe, you've got some yeah. huge shit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got everything from farm projects. Been getting pretty busy with the butcher shop. Uh, was it the other night? I think I worked till nine thirty or so out there trying to get the grade leveled out. <laughs> and uh, geez, but um, yeah, trying to get it graded out. I beat the rain before it got all muddy, and then right. uh, we got the well in. That's done. Uh, hope to get the video out on that. Nice. Um, got the perk test done for the septic. There's hopefully have the plans back, not next week, the following week. So we can start working on the septic and the gravel was dropped off. So hopefully we can get after the concrete here pretty quick and getting the under slab done for the, uh, drainage. So okay. yeah, nice. pretty busy. That's freaking awesome. That's so good to hear. I, I love all the updates, like in the telegram chats of like, Oh shit, oh, yeah. he's doing it. He's Brian really doing with the baby it. Yeah. He's going off over here in the oh, comments. Cool. Brian. Yeah, I'm glad he figured out his uh, caps lock was stuck for a minute there. I think uh, Brian's been having a better night than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, he said he's been over at the bar. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Kicking baby heads around like a soccer ball out front of the bar. <laughs> oh, I really want uh, him to interview that bartender just to get that whole oh, story. Oh, God, me too. Me I too. want to know it all. I want to know it all. He's, he's, if he's going to do it, he needs to do it like the day that they're leaving, just so there's no fallout. Right. Like, they don't have to worry about them, like, creeping up in the middle of the night, rocking the camper, <laughs> chanting. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, tune into the Lots Project on everything you stream everything on. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if you can't find him, you're not looking. No, he's everywhere. <laughs> um, oh, he heard the whole story. All right. I guess we'll tune in for that on Monday. Um, oh, Lord. But so tonight in the backwoods, we are just going to chat about basically all of us on this screen look like we could be related in some way to not just the fact that beers, all that, we're butchers. <laughs> we're all a little fucking nuts. Except for Joe, apparently. This Joe is so is racist. Yeah, it's very, it's very yeah. racist. Actually, I don't appreciate I'm it. Um, <laughs> but no. So I know, like me, there are probably some crazy stories from back in the day of either. Because, well, Josh, how old were you when you started, like, cutting meat? Uh, let's see. I, I've been, like, 27, 28. Yeah. And, Josh, you were... Early 20s, too, right? Which Josh? Or, sorry, Joe. You gotta pick one. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, like commer- like in a uh, commercial setting, uh, I was 25, 26. Yeah. Uh, I was... I've been butchering deer and all right. that stuff for, I don't know, since I was early teens. Yeah, because I started when I was, like, 18. Like, I started working in, like, the cut rooms and stuff like that. So, and I was retail too. So I had not only just like the crazy butchers around me, I was also in just like an insane retail setting where it's like the hours don't, like the hours are insane. None of it makes sense. Mm. And by the time you're done, you just want to be hammered. I did a retail thing for about a decade before I got into the meat. Yes. So, So, you know, (laughs) I came the other way around. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. So. There are just so many, like, I just have, again, I could probably do, like, 40, 40 40-hour podcasts about stories and not get to the bottom of all of them. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm sure these guys have some, too. So I figured we'd just have a bullshit episode and just go back and forth on stories. stories. There's a few back there. There, there, There's stories I've forgotten. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) many. Yep. Usually somebody says something that reminds you, and you're like, oh, that one time? <laughs> right. That's it. It's a buddy yeah. goes, oh, you remember this? And it's like, I don't remember that. And they're like, well, you're pretty hammered. And I'm like, well, that checks out. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have to say most of the work, like butchery type stories, I wasn't hammered. They're yeah. those stories, but but I may not remember them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like at the gourmet place I used to work at, like, I was 21 managing, like, a butcher shop, like, the back of the house, and then half the time the front of the house kind of thing. So it would be like freaking, uh, <laughs> Brian is down here just, just destroying just, the comments. Tune him out, honestly. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, no, so it was like, it'd be Thanksgiving, and it would be, again, the other managers were my age or maybe, like, a year or two old, like, two or three years older. So it would be like for Thanksgiving, we would br- bring in a handle of wild turkey and just stick it in the bandsaw because we knew we weren't running the bandsaw that day. It was just a pickup day. We were thr- slinging turkeys all day. And it would be like someone would come in and be like, oh, this is the name. All right, awesome. And you just hear turkey run and you just see three people run to the cooler. It would all take a shot. And I remember one year we did it and we had like, 200 turkeys getting picked up like we were just by the end of the night we were so trashed i did like nope no more we're done nope they're all picked up 
And we're closing. Still 150 up. turkeys I, in the cooler because they got fucked up and couldn't read the names. One. There was one, one. turkey that was tucked away in a lug. And I all of a sudden, I see someone knocking at the window, panicked, because they're looking in and all the lights are out. And they're the three managers who run the place are like stumbling around. But um, I'm like, oh, okay. Found it. Found it. Like as soon as I sobered up for a second, was like, there it is. Perfect. All set and whatever. So we're leaving. We're like literally walking out the door and the phone rings and we're like, okay. And it was like one of the general managers Mm. and he calls and he's like, Hey, like, we know you've been drinking. You're on camera. Like, (laughs) and like she, and he was talking to the manager that had there from another store. And like, one of you's fired. Like, you guys get to pick, I guess. Just straws. <laughs> and then we're all standing there, like, what? what the fuck? Phone rings again, and he goes, "Yeah, fuck all you. I don't give a shit. Have a good, have a good Thanksgiving." And then hangs up the phone, <laughs> and she calls him back as fast. Are you forgetting me? Like you piece of shit. Like, because <laughs> he, she had told the other general manager that we had brought the whiskey in. And he's like, fuck yeah, go for it. I don't care. It's like, so then he called and was like, yeah, you're done. We shit our pants for about 30 seconds. We're like, oh my God. That'll get you going. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I want to know what, how they were picking which one's getting fired. But he goes, you guys pick. And it was like, that should have been our first clue, but you know, we were drunk. right. It's like, that's so, like the worst thing ever. <laughs> right. That's worse than somebody getting fired is you guys have the pick. Yeah. Right. I'll give, I'll give it to the manager. She jumped on the grenade. She's like, I'll do it. Like I'm, yeah. like, I'm the manager. Like, and I technically brought it in. So and I was like, Oh no, it was my idea, but you know what? You're a stand up person and I'm going to remember you for that. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll sing songs. Yep, in sounds your like honor. a good Don't plan. Worry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, cool. Have a good Thanksgiving. Oh, actually, yours probably won't. But all right, bye. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I've been in a management position, I was just like, I can't wait to get fired. I can't oh, wait yeah. to be out of this fucking management job. <laughs> it sucks so bad. It's the worst part. It will it will ruin the whole thing for you. You know, you could you can actually like what you're doing, right? And then it's like, ooh, that one or two dollars an hour extra. So not fucking worth it. No, it's never worth it. It really isn't. <laughs> Triples your fucking stress, and everything's your fault. Yeah, right. Ugh. Yeah, it's worse when you take on the management role and you don't get paid extra, and you're not actually the manager. But so you're it's yeah, like, taking all the management oh, go roles. ask that guy. He knows what he's doing. It's like, oh, uh, you just described every retail job I've ever had because nobody can fucking do anything. So right, exactly. I always, I always end up in charge somehow, somehow, like because. Yeah. Nobody can keep their shit together. <laughs> well, because then it gets to a certain point, or at least this is how I felt, that's like, all right, listen, I know I'm putting in 110% out back doing all of that. And if you guys are all going to be shitheads and not do the stuff in the front of the house to get all the stuff I'm doing out, I'm still going to get the shit end of the stick. Because even though I got all my stuff done, you're reflecting on me now. So now, like, I had this conversation with... Uh, kid one day about that you're not my manager and i was like well guess fucking what i have the phone numbers to all the other managers 
And without me, you don't have a job. So figure your shit out. And then he listened from then on. I was that weird, because again, I was 21 managing a place. I was the best, worst manager. Like, it was just retarded. I was a slave driver on the holiday weekends. Then Sunday would roll around on a normal week, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. I am so hungover that I couldn't care if you set this place on fire. Like, it doesn't matter, because I knew I had job security. But then I was also the oh, yeah. boss that was just like, Oh, it's your birthday? Here's a bottle of Jägermeister. Like, <laughs> happy 20th birthday. We'll see you later. Have a good one. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a half a day. Right. Oh, no, you're working all day and I'm riding your ass the whole time. Brian, don't. I It slipped out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you opened it up. But, yeah. Well, but, uh, he was already, I guarantee he was already ready with something when you were I know, he already work, was. Work, work the like, end, so. I was also that guy that's like, hey, I'm not trying to be a dick. But, like, I have to be here, too, and I know it sucks. If you don't want to work the job, I can make sure that happens really quick. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had my birthday off for for anything. Ever. No. <clears throat> Once it falls on a weekend. Yeah. What are you, seven? Shit, though. I usually work the weekend. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yep. And he was always the guy that worked the back end. So other people yeah. could handle the front end. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's the backdoor butcher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every time I hear it, and I don't even like go, God damn it anymore. I just go, huh? You talk about me? Like what? Uh, huh? what? responds to it. Yeah. He, he may as well just go get the domain name backdoorbutcher.com right now. I, won't. You go. I definitely won't. No. You won't? I not definitely do won't. It? I'm not gonna oh, not gonna do it. You sure? No, I'm positive. Everybody should just pitch in and get it for him. Send it <laughs> just send it to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian! Oh Lord, <laughs> he's just on it. He's on your it. YouTube, your YouTube channel is going to get banned, and it's going to be not your yep. fault. <laughs> I'm I'm not shocked by that, but no, no, Ugh. oh no. shit! Did you ever work retail like Butcher and Joe? No, 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 but, um, we didn't, I didn't like ever do like just cuts. Right. Um, the shop that we did had a retail store and we only cut for them. Like we didn't do customer stuff. Right. Uh, but he raised his own beef and pork for the storefront. Right. And then we did big, uh, their snack sticks are real big in the area and stuff. They do a lot of fundraisers and stuff. Uh, they got bigger than that, but so technically, uh, yes, I did retail, but it wasn't like boxed retail for like a big store. So, so lucky. So lucky. Yeah. that is such a hell that I <laughs> would never want to go back. Yeah, I got I got lucky now. I got in where I could learn the whole process from start to finish, retail quality cuts all the way straight through into its own storefront. Like, you know, most guys have to, you know, they're either retail or they're on a kill floor. You know, we did right. everything. You were on the kill floor one day. You did cuts, you were making sausage or whatever kind of cook products they had for the store. So, I mean, it was pretty, it was nice learning in that environment. No, that's awesome. That is, I I envy that so much because it's like I apprenticed and it was in a crack den in the middle of nowhere (laughs) making cookies and selling cigarettes. So it's like, I envy that so much of just like. Get the loin out of there, scrape the mold off of it, and cut a steak out. Yeah, 
No, that that was yeah. it. Yeah, sure you nailed it. Yeah. yeah, it sure did. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, I was. Uh, I kind of went the other way around. I, I started with the retail, uh, but it was little hole in the wall, tiny, tiny place. The next town over from a vacation town. Uh, yeah. So it's mostly it, it, it was either all meth heads or all vacationers. No in between. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the places that had the little grocery store and had the little butcher shop and the little little barbecue place all built into one run by a, a family that's been there forever and has been known for, for sausage for like 80 years. But all the people who gave a fuck and did a good job retired. So now it's the old fucking dude who doesn't give a shit, who's in charge of it all, and he's miserable as shit. So it's like the work culture is shit from the, the top down. Everybody there hates life. And if you're happy, they will cure that. So, <laughs> yeah. But I learned a fuckload. I learned a ton. I started off as like the dear bitch, like just unloading shit from people's cars and packaging sausage as like seasonal help. And then they figured out I could use a knife. They're like, you're cutting for the case. I'm like, cool. I get to learn something. Right. And then, you know, there's a lot of turnover. So next thing you know, I'm one of two guys there. It's me and the guy that hates me. Back and forth, the only two cutters straighten off shifts. And uh, then uh, the idiot manager fucked around and found out, put her hands on a customer one night. I was over there dying laughing watching it happen because we were just ready for her to go. And uh, then then it hit me. I'm like, I'm literally the only fucking one qualified here to do her job. Mm -hmm. So then I was butcher and manager. That was a whole shit show. And finally, I got to the point where I was just ready to roll. But place, uh, well, because this place was fucking 12 miles from where I live, so nice. But place 12 miles the other side of where I lived opened up, and they were just starting out doing Wild Game. It was their second shop they'd opened, but they were looking to open up uh, or add a kill floor. So I call them up, and I'm like, hey, I'm looking to make a change. I don't know if you have any uh, any space or whatnot. I mean, this was midseason. I, this was like between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I was just, oh. I'm done. I'm like, I am so, I've reached that point. I'm so done with these people, you know, uh, well, there's stories there too. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, they call me back up and they're like, shit, dude, we could use the help. If you want to come down, you know, a couple evenings while we're, we're trying to like seriously cut deer, show us what you got. And, you know, if, if you're a fit, you're a fit, get some work for you. I'm like, cool. If I come down, it's just like, Everybody from both shops there, they got 300 fucking deer. They, they're piled up. They got to get through. We're just deboning, you know. And I just jumped right in because, I mean, I've, I've been deboning 2,000 deer a season for the last three years. So I'm like, okay, I can do this. And uh, they're like, yeah, you can cut. So, like, the third time I popped over, I was like, all right, you guys got room for me because I'm coming over. And they're like, well, we, we don't have room full time year round yet because we don't have anything to do in the summer until we get uh, the, the domestic operation up and going but now I was like well make a fucking shift I'll figure it out in the summer because I'm 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 not going back there I'm just I can't do it you know I'm done and uh, yeah so I popped over there and did that and in the summer for the first year and then part of the next year but mostly we were back in full swing by then I just I just went and did construction you know yeah. I literally just went and found some construction jobs fucking sweating my ass off pouring concrete and shit in the summer just to, to pay the bills. But I was like, it's what you got to do. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, I was there from the, the ground up. I literally helped them build their kill floor, helped them with the whole kill floor program. I was there 
when they went USDA, I was the one that had to deal with the uh, the inspector the whole time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. get all the paperwork and shit figured out for that. So it was an adventure, but I'll tell you what, I, I enjoyed that until until that place went downhill. That was awesome because I thought I knew how to fucking cut meat. So I was like, yeah, I can cut ribeyes, T-bones, and steaks, and I run a bandsaw oh, yeah. all day, and you know, I could barbecue briskets. I, I'm a, I'm a butcher. I'm a badass. I'll show you something. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, it, yeah, you get into breaking down whole animals, and you're like, I don't know shit. <laughs> and none of these cardboard cowboys over here who are slinging shit out of a fucking case know yeah. shit. They all think they do, and it's it's hilarious. I can't get mad at those guys because I was them. But you right. see it all no, the and time. That, and that's the hardest thinks, part. That's that's the like, hardest yes. part about all of it because we all go through that where we're just like, I am sling a loin across the bandsaw does not mean you know how to cut meat. Yeah, I literally uh, was sitting there one day with the guy who was supposed to be training me, and he looked at me and he goes, "You know, I've been watching some YouTube videos. Did you realize the ribeye is from the back strap of the cow?" And I mean, I didn't know <laughs> shit at that point, but I just stopped and looked at him and I said, what the fuck? And he's That's like, I'm insane. like, you just learned that? You just figured out what part of the animal this cut comes from? Oh. He's like, it comes from the box, Josh. I know that, dumbass. You know? Mm. But no. I guess that's two different attitudes of people because I was yeah. always the guy that I was obsessed with it. Like, it's a new skill. It's something I want to learn. So I'd go home at night and I'm watching YouTube and I'm reading articles yep. and I'm buying books and I'm looking it up trying to learn. Yeah, I'm the same way. If I'm if I'm doing something, I want to learn as much as possible yeah. about it. And you know, I still learn new stuff. Like I really enjoy going to cutting with other yeah. people and see what they're doing and see like Kyle's yeah. videos. I get was watching them, seeing how he's breaking stuff down. I'm like, all right, that's similar. How do I do it? But that's a little bit different. It's something that I can try when I get my shop up and running. And just mm-hmm. kind of mash stuff and find out what works best for you. And I don't know. I I, I do believe that you're never going to know enough. And yeah, I hope not. It's always, yeah, no, you're always learning. Well, that's, everything. My, that's my personality. When I've learned something, I'm done. I just yeah. I burn out and I quit. Yeah. And I'm done. And I can't do it anymore because I'm I'm not progressing. I I am not one that I can just coast. You know. Right. So, but there were, I worked with uh, a couple of really good old school butchers yeah. uh, off and on and a few of them uh, some of them would come and go they'd be seasonal help or whatnot but one guy told me one thing and it stuck with me and I've kept this with me the whole time and I kind of realized it's something I've done in all different jobs I've worked in but it he just said it so well he's like every fucking butcher that you ever work with everybody you cut with whether they're a butcher or not he goes learn something from them it may be that they suck. It may be something you don't like that they do. <laughs> right. But I almost promise you every single person does one thing better than you do. And mm-hmm. if you learn from everybody you cut with, you'll be the best one out there. Guaranteed. And yeah, no, I, I, mean, I, I feel I, like I have. Every single person I've been on a block with, I've learned something from. Yeah. yeah. No, I've got something similar. It's like my uh, the guy I apprenticed under told me, like, when he real like when you realize how serious I was, he's like, the day you walk into the shop thinking that you know it all and you're the shit is the day you lock the door because yep. that's it. Like yep. you're not gonna progress, you're not gonna learn anything because you have yourself on such a high horse that you're not gonna accept any new information. Yep. So be done with it because you're not gonna it's not gonna work for you. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. And there's some guys that do that. They just want to come in, clock in, clock out. Right. 
do what little bit that. they have I never to do. And that. I, that's it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> no. I literally have to challenge myself so badly that I made I, I did the hardest thing I could. Like, let me drive to people's places and like butcher animals with the shit they have on hand that I can bring in a car. It's so crazy. I, I it blows my mind. But it's an adventure. Even I when know, I went to the shop, randomly... I catch myself timing myself. Yeah. All right, I did that. Did this oh, this yeah. last time? See if I can do it faster. See if I can mm -hmm. get better at it. And we bring bring guys on the kill floor and stuff, and it would be it would be a competition back and forth after a while. You get oh, a couple of guys sure. that'd be pretty decent at it, and yeah. it's like, how quick can you get through that hog? You know, I'll I'll run yeah. the timer. You know, yeah. Which the bosses yeah, I... love that they'd come in and. And, and one guy sitting there holding his phone. What the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm timing him. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. Let right. him go. Let him go. And they're like, I'm not paying you to stand around, though. I'm like, we're on hog 33 today. You really want to fuck with this? Yeah. Never mind. Leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We started right. like where I worked. When you started on the kill floor, you were the trimmer. Being USDA, you had to have a trimmer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got in there. And that, I did that for a couple months. And then I started learning the other stuff. And the worst thing to fucking learn was skinning hogs. Wow. I absolutely hated it. But I was determined I was going to do it, and I was going to get good at it. And yep. even, like, our USDA inspector, very strict, very good at her job, and she was proud of it. But, like, getting to work with her and know what she was looking for and stuff, uh, if, if I ever – went usda i'd want her to come to my shop and the guys that i have working with me yep. deal with her because any of the other usda inspectors that came like to fill in for her were pretty lax compared to her but if you learn mm -hmm. how to do it the right way from the right inspector it doesn't matter what the rest of the inspectors you know they're going to come in and be like oh shit you guys are good yeah you know yep. and yeah she, but she would she would sit there and be like oh you're slow and she'd howl me like she just she would, <laughs> oh yeah she and she didn't give a shit like she would talk shit to you like the guys on the other guys on the kill floor she didn't care nice. but you know and she took it just as good as she gave it, it she was pretty cool to deal with yeah um, but it, it would piss me off to no end I'd be skinning freaking cut a big old gouge in the hide and she'd be like oh what'd you do that for and she'd be right there watching me the whole time it's like uh, go do something else <laughs> leave me the fuck alone so i can focus on what i'm doing oh my god uh, yeah our, our inspector was never like our inspector would barely talk like he would oh, never no. come out we'd have to knock on the glass he'd come in head down he was like i swear to god he was my height and like 130 pounds i'm six four like <laughs> We called him Scooter because he just he never picked his feet up. He just scooted around the building like at full speed. Like when it was 330 or no, usually around 328. He was out the door. He looked like what the hell was that cartoon? It was one of like one of the Looney Tunes cartoons or whatever. But he would be like pitched forward, walking full speed with his head down. And it's like, how are you not walking in the walls? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> He was just so aggressively autistic that he just didn't want to talk to anyone. And he would sit in the office, completely blacked out, listening to bird sounds. Nice. So you'd be sitting nice. at the lunch table and just hear. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, we're, it's it's February. What are we doing? What's happening? And he's in his happy just, place. Yeah, yeah, he was an avid bird watcher and just all day just listened to birds. Well, out. if he had a group of guys that were semi like you, I would probably need to find a happy place too. 
Yeah, no, that bitch. Yeah, yeah, my bird size. My old, my, the owner of the slaughterhouse, I still consider that man family, and he is a savage. (laughs) And I love him to death. But it's also funny because me and him, like, we got compared to father and son constantly. People would be like, oh, is this your son? And he's like, we hired him six months ago. What are you talking about? I've known you for 20 years. No, this is not my son. Like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, he was every, every time we'd have a milk cow, I'd forget every goddamn time, every single time we'd bring, bring in a massive Holstein with a full bag and Lunch. kill it, slit it, raise it. And I'd be over at the sink, calling it up. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, that weird feeling where it's like, why am I back wet? That's weird. What the fuck? He'd be sitting there turning the cow. So it's just spewing milk out of the others all over my back. Like, son of a bitch. Uh, You're why my laundry smells so bad at the end of the week. Oh, uh, he was notorious for shit like that. Fucking, we had the, um, like, the electric, the, the electrode thing for the pigs. Yeah. And we'd spray him with the salt water first and everything. And um, we had this pig that was, like, it was a monster. It was probably, well, at the time, for me, it was a monster. It was like 400 pounds, and it was just the last one of the, or second to last one of the day, and put up the biggest fight, getting it in, Mm -hmm. and this was after, like, the first five before it have almost bitten me in the face. So this is, like, number six. I'm like, great, this is awesome. So I'm sitting there, and we had a squeeze gate on the kill on the kill box. So like the piece of metal would go up where the headlock is, and we just had a gate that we put in that we'd squeeze them in to put them down. So my job is to literally sit there and just be a doorstop at mm-hmm. the end of the squeeze at the end of the squeeze gate, and not let this thing buck. All right, cool. So all of a sudden I hear shit, and he sprays water right on the back of my neck so just hearing like him freak out with the all of a sudden just stimulant of like wet on the back i was like oh my god it just freaked the fuck out and like luckily the gate had like a lock on it so it just like hit the side of the kill box and i just like slammed back into it i'm like you son of a bitch you can't do that to people with a 400 pound pig an inch away from my face like you can't do it yeah, we had uh, – I got shocked by the oh. hog stunner once, and that oh. fucking hurt. It, uh, we had metal gates on our kill box. That they, it was two gates that would swing out. And what, we'd do something similar. We had one guy would go in there with the pig to stun him. We had one guy running gates. So as soon as he'd right. get it stunned mm. and rolled, the guy would rip open the gates, shackle it, and lift it and stick it. Well, I was holding those gates. Well, somehow the hog stunner came off the pig – and got on that metal gate. Holy yeah. fuck. My arms were numb over half the rest of the day. I that barely could pick my arms up. It hurt. And he's laughing. I said, it ain't fucking funny, dude. It fucking hurt. Like, I, I've i got shocked plenty of times by different stuff. But that was the worst. If he would have been like 30 seconds more, I probably would have been out. That was yeah. horrible. That oh. sucks. Yeah, I never got a got to mess with any of the electro stunners. We always just did live rounds. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things, I can see them be kind of scary. Because yeah. kill floor is always wet. I mean, oh, if it's not, you're doing it wrong. You know? Right. 
Yeah. No, uh, he took advantage of the fact that I I'm a very jump scared jump scared person. Like if you oh, jump Lord. out of somewhere, I'm gonna freak out. I don't care. It, it's I've tried That's to stop it. To I've know. tried to get better. It doesn't <laughs> matter. So he would just walk up like out of nowhere and just like, hey, like, Jesus Christ, like just shake everything. <clears throat> I'm like, what the fuck? My oldest was like a week old, maybe two weeks old. So naturally I'm sleeping at the lunch table because I've been up constantly with this newborn. And he used a, um, what was it? Like he custom, I'm going to say custom built. We're going to call it that. A 45 um, single shot, like semi long gun. It was a long gun for ATF listening. Um, and. Oh, that's what you want to censor. <laughs> right. But um, then he also had, like, a forty-five revolver that he also, like, kept there for, like, just in case kind of thing. So I'm sleeping at the lunch table, just, like, trying to have some peace and semblance in the world. And unbeknownst to me, on his way in, he had emptied the revolver. So it was just, like, there was nothing in it. And he walked up to me and already cocked it, like, just cocked it and pulled the trigger right in my ear and oh, it geez. scared the like i flip almost flipped the lunch table over because i was like son of a <laughs> like get down <laughs> <Yeah>. ptsd <laughs> uh, oh man wow i can only imagine <clears throat> but oh okay. i thought i lost you for a second oh nope, you're good oh man so did you guys ever have, like, the group at work where it's, like, all of a sudden you're on, like, oh, a stable? Yeah. Like, it's, like, yeah, it sucks, but we're all here together, so it sucks together. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were always, the like, one of them, one of my buddies was my best man and, like, still a good friend to this day. And it's, like, the without those people, it's, like, God damn it, I'm going to burn this place mm. to the ground. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh it, the only reason I didn't burn the place to the ground, like, well, not literally, but like with the state after I decided to walk out uh, of, of the, the one place over the shit they were pulling was the fact that those guys still worked there. And I was like, I'm done, but I'm not going to fuck them, you know, and literally all, some of them almost did walk out like they almost left, too, especially like over the next couple of days when they decided to start posting job ads to try to fill my job. Uh, mm -hmm. Except for they were also posting job ads to fill all of their jobs at the same time. And I'm like, hey, guys, look what's up here on Indeed.com. <laughs> right. Uh, that's pretty, <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I still I still talk to them all most of the time. Well, most of them. Uh, one guy decided to get stupid. But, uh, but oh, yeah. No, just the, the shit that went on. It's 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 like the shit that goes on in the Telegram groups. No, you know? it's, it's just exactly all it. the constant bullshit. And mm -hmm. I mean, 90% of it, like you couldn't even consider it rated R. It's like just absolute, yeah. just degeneracy. But it, I mean, you're sitting out, you're stuck in a room killing animals all day. Of course, you're going to have fucked up conversations. Exactly. You know, you're, you're yeah, probably. I, I don't think I've ever laughed harder at a job than when I was around the cutting table with the oh, other yeah. guys. Oh, my God. You know, just some of the shit even, that we talked about. 
Like if the customers in the store heard half the stories oh or stuff we God. just talked about, they'd be like, "What is wrong with this place? And why do you hire these people?" Wait, these people touch our food. We'd say that <laughs> constantly. It's like if only the people knew they wouldn't want us to touch their food. Yeah. That's- the worst Eddie. part about it is one was a, a pasture. He was retired. He was a yep. pasture, and he was so innocent <laughs> and stuff. But and we would get going on him, and he had no idea what we were talking about. But he tried to like weigh in his two cents and stuff. Great guy. He's actually the one that married me and my wife. And you know, he was like our like everybody's grandpa in the in the group. But right, such a great guy. But we he would get us laughing so hard because he didn't understand what we were talking about. And we'd like in the the lead butcher that was there. He is he is something else. He's a, he's a good guy. I still talk to him this day, and we would get going back and forth on stuff. And uh, the other guy would try to weigh in. And that, my little brother, when he started working there, it, it was a riot. Some days, you know, you had your days that you're like, "Fuck this place," you know, "This sucks." But you know, most days when we we're all at the cutting table and stuff, it was probably you know we had some pretty good times. Oh yeah. man. You, you're all, probably who, never going to get closer to like another grown ass man than you will the guy you actually have to sit there and, and cut with or or kill with all day every day. Oh, you know? yeah. You, Brian's <laughs> comment. Where's Brian's comment going to be? Oh, no, <laughs> it's yeah, coming. No. It's coming. That's there for sure. <laughs> no, and it's it, like that, or he fell asleep. One of the it, yeah. it almost, and again, it almost has to be like it has to be that way. It has to be that environment because of the environment right. you're in. Yeah. Like yeah. when you're in a cold room for nine hours in a like just a white cold room right. looking at a right. table all day. It's yeah. like you have to have fun or else it really will suck. Like well, and yeah, it's, it's, it's you yeah. gotta think about it, you know, and like not at all to to like it sucks to make the comparison because I'm not trying to compare it to that, but I'm like the shit that these guys go through and the, the way that you hear a lot of cutters talk, it's mm-hmm. like old army buddies because think of the yeah. shit you've been through. If you've not either been stuck in a room taking lives all day long with these guys, you're stuck in an environment that they literally use to torture prisoners of war. They're, you're getting paid for it. But right. that's the only the only yeah. benefit to it. So yeah, yeah, you form bonds because you're all in it together, and it sucks. It sucks for every one of you. But and yet we all continue to do it. Yeah, exactly. Somehow. Not even just continue to do it. <laughs> like it. thrive like, in it. Right. <laughs> like yeah, you know, this is this is no. This is just my entire life. This isn't just my career. This is everything. This is my, this is my whole personality now. Oh. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh God! Yep, here we go. <laughs> uh, I only cut. I only cut meat naked for myself. <laughs> like I, I, I if I, I get you know, if I'm gonna <laughs> slice a steak off of a rib primal, I've got it in the fridge, and I don't. It's for me. I'm not gonna put clothes on. No, but for other people. Yeah. Listen, I, <laughs> it depends I, on I, how much money he's making to do it. Right. Oh, no, I mean, if, if someone if is they want to pay me to, to cut it, camera, it. Oh, yeah. we'll talk oh, about yeah. it. Like yeah. it might be a discussion, but I know for me, at my <laughs> to, be, bench, to be clear, I, Brian, are you? Asking I'm not for us walking to up to that bench naked. It's not so, going to work. I think Brian, Brian's got some fantasy of all of us doing something together. I, I was going to say, does uh, is Brian asking us to cut naked? Is that is that it's like a request type thing? Just to be clear. Oh, geez. I don't know. <laughs> Throw him away, Brian. 
We throw them uh, away. Yeah. Like yeah, possible in California. We just take them all and we throw them away. I throw them away unless the customer wants them. And I yeah. have had customers that want them. Or exactly. the new guy that's street fresh street. on the kill floor, you throw it at him, ask him that's what he's going to do with it. Uh, you throw it at yeah. him. Or <clears> you, the, fun, the fun thing that used to happen at our shop was there was this one kid there. Oh, I might go into him. That might that might be a fun tangent. Oh, you're going to go into the kid, man. How uh, ugly is God that? damn it. <laughs> but no, I thought it was so funny to take pig testicles on pig day mm-hmm. and just squeeze the semen underneath people's door handles. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever tried to wash off pig semen. It doesn't wash off well. It sucks. So no. all of a sudden, your hand I, is covered as you're trying to get into in the car at the end of the day. I've never been in that situation. I've never been you in a situation where I've had to wash, wash pig semen off of yeah. anything. You don't want to. I feel it like sucks. that's a unique, unique It happened thing, to man. me multiple times. I believe it did. When I worked at the garbage company, we had a uh, kid. I actually just seen him recently. He would take grease off the truck and grease up handles on the totes and stuff when you go to grab the recycling bin. Oh, yeah, he did. He actually greased up one guy's helmet. <laughs> and you had to wear a helmet when you went in the landfill. The guy came in with a buzz cut the next day. Yeah, that nice. wasn't fun, but uh, oh yeah, he have, always played tricks on each other and shit. We used to have guys who were just idiots. They'd bring deer in that uh, would have the nuts still. Oh yeah, and because they for some reason thought it's not it's not legal in the state of Texas that you have to keep it on the animal as proof of sex. You have to keep the head on there. <laughs> but yes, yes, I don't does. want to say I'm an expert, but. He's he's had some experience, uh, but no, this one guy brought a deer. It was ridiculous. He left it whole body. He skinned it himself, but this guy literally skinned out the nuts, like literally skinned <laughs> the ball sack off, but left the testicles on the deer. So I'm sitting here. Of course, this comes across the block, and I've got to cut it. I'm the only guy cutting that day, and I'm just like, and one of the one of the kids does clean up, runs a tractor. He's just we're always busting each other's balls, but he's he's always talking shit. So. I got him. So I take these 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 nuts, and then I went and I took some silver skin off a back strap because you know how that shit is when it tries. And I went out and I tied the deer nuts to the hitch ball on his big jacked up redneck boy truck that he loves so much, and he had to drive like forty five <laughs> minutes every day because he was he was somehow family to him or whatnot, one of those summer job deals. So right. I go out there, I tie that bitch on nice and tight, and it sat in that sun and baked onto his wow. his bumper. Mm. And he didn't uh, he didn't see it all day long until uh, one day he was uh, or eh, I think towards the end of the day, he kind of looked over towards his truck and he saw him there. He came in. He's like, you got to be kidding me. What are you doing? Tying my nuts on this car. So, but after a while, he got a laugh out of it. So he just he just liked it. He left them on there like real truck nuts or some shit like that. <laughs> Three fucking days in a row. He showed up and those things were still on the bumper of his truck. Fourth day, he shows up and I'm like. Oh, did you finally cut the damn things off? He's like, man, I couldn't get those things off with a fucking saw. What are you talking about? He goes, no. He goes, no, no. He goes, I was leaving this morning. He goes, the damn neighbor dog got a hold of them. And he goes, it took him three blocks to let go. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my freaking God. Uh, <laughs> the poor dog's probably fucking missing fur down one whole side of his body. Who knows? where The dog even found his way home. I don't know. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh my God. That is so freaking funny. Oh, this kid though, he was always he was always doing some dumb shit. Um I forget what he
he liked to come in uh, while I was like doing cleanup at the end of the day because we all pitch in and kind of clean up the shop after we're done cutting. He'd come in just fucking around and he'd grab the hose and he'd just spray you in the back and shit like that. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to get your ass. I'm going to get your ass. So I come out the one day and he's emptying bone barrels. He's got the tractor up there and he's loading bone barrels up. But I catch him in, in the seat of the tractor. I said I'd come out and load them in the bucket for him. And he sits up there on his iPhone just, just uh-huh. sticking around. And I'm like, hey, you want to come down and help? Or I'll just flip these fucking 200-pound barrels into this loader myself, you know? Right. Boop, 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 Snapchat noises. So I'm just sitting there with the hose because I've been, you know, hosing out barrels as I go. And I'm just like right in the chest. All over his phone and everything. He's freaking the fuck out. He's all pissed off. He goes in and tells the boss. He's like, Bradley, he fucking, he sprayed me down with the hose. And he goes, why did he do that? And I'm like, because he's jacking around on his cell phone and not helping anybody out. He goes, oh, that's awesome. He goes, Josh, can you finish the barrels? And I'm like, I mean, I guess. He goes, Austin, you're reorganizing the freezer. Oh. <laughs> Next two hours, oh. his soaked ass had to be in and out of the freezer, reorganizing oh. and, and fixing orders. I'm like, that's, that's fantastic. I come back in after about a half an hour, got the tractor all cleaned up and everything. And he's just, he comes out and he's just looking at me. He just gives me this look. And I said, and you will never fucking spray me with the hose again, or I will do it again. I swear to God. And he's just like, I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. I've got another hose right here, buddy. I can I can freshen you up. Come on, go ahead. Well, I'll call you out. <laughs> he never sprayed me again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my freaking god. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, yeah. that was this that was this kid's mo. I, I couldn't I shouldn't say he's a kid. Like I think when I first met him, he was third. I, he was thirty six or thirty seven. Still yeah. lived with his parents. Did the whole college thing. Found the job on Craigslist and thought he was king shit course and just super like not even dry like malicious sense of humor of like listen i've got a dry and i've got a dark sense of humor that's just dumb and like borderline mean (laughs) of what you're trying to do um but i mean he was an all right kid like he uh, i was gonna say he let me hunt his property his parents let me hunt his property let hunt their property um But, like, he just did shit. Like, when we had our first daughter, he came up and spent the night or, like, spent, like, two days at the house just taking care of the animals for us. And at the time, I had a little 22 at the back door that (laughs) I've had. God damn it. He's going to be waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. it. Um, But, like, if we saw coyotes or foxes and stuff like that, we could just pop them out the back door. God, there it is again. But I come home with a newborn every single light in my house is on the like and we were like listen here's like three hundred dollars to stay here for like three days take care of our animals and just kind of like don't let it burn down like kind of thing and usually when you hear that like i don't know how much house sitting you guys have watched it's like yeah if you use dishes clean them like if you fill the trash take it out like leave it better than they left it kind of thing i come home every single light in the house is on the dish, the dishes are overflowing in the sink. He still had laundry in the dryer, and all like he emptied my like the gun that was out back here. And I'm like, I get into work, and I was like, "What the actual fuck?" He's like, "What? Like you left every light on?" He's like, "Oh, I just didn't turn any lights on that were off." I was like, 
We left the house at 3 a.m. because my wife was having a baby. Obviously, we did not want to leave every single light we had in the house on. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I'm like, where the hell did you shoot that? And he goes, oh, just like straight out back. I'm like, oh, directly towards my neighbor's house? He's like, there's trees there. I'm like, oh, geez. I'm like, do you remember that light that you probably saw? He's like, no, you mentioned that. I do remember a light. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but There's always kid, one. There's always that came, one guy. He came to me, and he's like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a deer shop. And we, like, he lived an hour and a half away from me. He's like, I'm thinking about starting a deer shop. You want to think about partnering up with it? And I was like, no, not at <laughs> Absolutely all. Absolutely not. I was like, I, you already know I'm planning on starting a deer shop. I'm just not right now because... I financially can't like it's doesn't make sense for me to jump into it right now. Like I'm just working and he's like looking at all the uh, machines and everything he's going to need for it. And I looked at him and I'm like, how much cutting have you done? He goes, well, none. I'm like, so what's your plan? He's like, well, I'll figure it out. I'm like at a production, like at a deer shop level of slinging through deer, you're not going to figure it out by yourself. Yeah, all I'll give it to you. You can skin. Yeah. You can skin pretty well. Like, but you have no idea what you're getting that. into. No. Well, like two weeks later, my old manager calls me with that sweetheart deal for basically like a butcher shop in a box for fourteen hundred dollars. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Went and picked everything up, and all of a sudden, like, whenever we get new employees, like. They always like everyone always liked me more than him because I have a personality. I'm not a fucking serial killer, but so he well, was just serial well, murderer. Yeah. At least. All right, yeah. all right, sorry. <laughs> personality. I have a personality. Let's <laughs> um, but he would always just start talking to him because he worked three days on the slaughter floor and two days on the pack side, like packing, um, doing all the cryoback packages and everything. So. The rotation of people going in and out of the pack side was usually pretty good. So once he got to make friends with them, they would always migrate to the cut side of just like, get me away from this dude. And they'd always come over and be like, he hates you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you say this time? And his favorite thing was he would go, yeah, me and Kyle were pretty uh, dead set on starting a shop together. And he kind of went behind my back and, kind of did something on his own but you know what it is what it is i don't hold grudges but i think he's a piece of shit but i'm like what the fuck <laughs> you There's live an hour and a half away from me and have one skill required to open a deer shop there's always that guy and they're always <laughs> pissy they're always pissy when it doesn't work out but yeah mm -hmm. i've had that too of the yeah i don't have a lot of experience with it but i kind of want to learn so i wanted to, i want to go but i want to go 50 50. I want to go half and half with mm. you. And you're like, I already know you're not even going to do it full time. You're going to put in 30% of the fucking work. No, no. Well, are you sure you don't want to? Words cannot describe how much <laughs> I do not want to go into business 50-50 partnered with you when I'm the only one who knows how to fucking do it. No, right. no, no. no. <laughs> I'll just do it all myself. Thank you. Do you want to work for me? Yeah, because that, that'll do. That's okay. I'll fire you. you know? 
Like, <laughs> right, right. But I'll give you a chance. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I get you, that. If you really too, suck, or... I'll make you manager. And that way your life sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's your fault. I don't want to hear about it. Make it work. No excuses. I pay you for a reason. <laughs> here's a dollar. Here's a dollar more an hour and a subway gift card. Now go ahead, exactly. get at it. And I exactly. expect you to work at least 15 to 20 hours more than the rest of these guys to figure it out. So right. when everybody bitches at me, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollar bill and say, get have a pizza party. And you'll you 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 make it better. It's your job. <laughs> yeah, when my uh, little brother first started on the kill floor, he started make extra cash. He was still uh head chef at a restaurant before you know the C word shut him all down. Mm-hmm. And uh I was going through with them how to we power wash the kill floor, you know, after we we're done to clean it. And then we'd foam it and whatever. Well, I said something to him and he turned around with that industrial power washer right across right across my chest, both nipples, and I had spun Ow. at the same time. So I'm like, no. And he, he's like, Oh shit, sorry. <gasps> oh man. I was bleeding and everything else, and that was horrible. We were oh. just talking about that a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh. <laughs> that is awful. I'm still not sure he didn't do it on purpose because he's younger. So you know, was, going to be. yeah, oh. I was the older brother, you know, picking on your little brothers. Right. You got it. No, no, this was the same. And so that was the same kid that when I started the shop was all of a sudden like, hey, I've got an investment for you. And I'm like, no, he's like, no, no, you're going to like this. He's like, I can guarantee you 20 goats a month. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't like anything about that. Please don't tell me anymore. And he goes, I actually oh. hate this even more yeah, now that you've given details. And he goes, and I'm like, I don't want to hear anything else about this. And he goes, so what I'm thinking is I have a friend who's Muslim. So he wants, he's like, I'm going to start raising goats for me on my parents' property. And then... I'll bring him to you to halal kill and put through your shop. The more you talk, the more I hate this. I, I know. It's I love that. Like every aspect. There is it's like zero every, chance of me doing this. There is no every way word you say going literally to be part of makes, it makes it gets exponentially worse. Every sentence that comes out of your mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the follow up to that one to all the new employees was I keep trying to bring him ideas and he just shoots them down like a fucking idiot. Bring <laughs> better ideas. Yeah, bring better that. ideas. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. You're literally talking about a nightmare scenario. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like, it's like every, every month at least I get somebody who's like, have you ever considered running your own USDA shop? Oh. You get some investors and, you know, I mean, blah, blah. Nothing makes me hurt on the inside more than you telling me it's a great idea to inundate yourself with red tape from the states and have to deal with investors. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I cut meat for a reason because I don't want to deal with paperwork and I don't want to deal with people. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, oh yeah. like, but but think of how much money you could make. No, I think of the fact that I would I literally have five years till I would be out of the red. If everything went well and I work my ass off 80 hours a week. Yeah, we're we have we're considering going USDA eventually down the road. So it's like I'm trying to make sure that we're going in the right direction for that from the get go, because it's gonna be a nightmare if we don't. 
Build for USDA from the start. Build USDA from the get-go, but don't go USDA right away. No. We're trying to get in and – yeah. But, like, the the kill floor is going to be able to be revamped and, you know, just having, like, the – squeeze shoe in the proper head you know lock yeah. and all that and i tell Ed, the one thing that nobody seems to get through their head but they want to set up a little shop and they want to they want to do it for themselves and eventually go customize yeah. up maybe what everybody dreams the one day they're going to go usda because it's so yeah. miraculously awesome but i tell them from the get-go i was like all right well before you pour your slab put floor drains in yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, like, and and nobody ever what? fucking does it. And I'm like, put it in. I don't care. I'm like, you paying me for my advice. If you don't listen to me on floor drains, I'm done. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what? What? You're gonna what? really regret when you have to that's gonna jackhammer all your concrete it, back out and redo it all. It's gonna yeah, cost no, like not. an extra five grand. And I'm like, yeah. you're talking about going USDA eventually. Five grand ain't shit. And do you know how much more it's going to cost for you to put them in later? Yeah, exactly. Now, not, that's not, what I'm going through just... right now with the floor drains, uh, having the health inspector do the, the septic system, and planning ahead for, okay, like I'm not putting a bathroom in right now because it's just pretty much me and, you know, my wife will be there. Um, but and my brother least, will help out here yeah. and there. But uh, I'm planning ahead on where the bathroom eventually is going to go. Right. So when I put that addition on that side, it's easy shot. Yeah, because I don't want to deal with that headache two, three years down the road when we decide to put an addition on. And that's what we're we're going through right now is making sure everything's set. So when we continue to add on, it still flows decently. And since the only reason you're required to have a bathroom is because of the inspector. Yeah. You may as well just put the you may as well just put the desk in the file cabinet. That's the only requirements for the USDA inspector's office you have to put in in yeah. the bathroom and just make it one room. Like a four by four room in the corner with a toilet <laughs> and a desk in a filing cabinet. And like there's your office and your bathroom. Put a little hand sanitizer on the <laughs> wall and call it a day. Exactly. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> well uh, we're coming up on an hour. So, does anyone have any Uh-oh. final stories they want to toss out? Oh, God. I am a final story. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, there's so many. There's so many. I'm trying to think of one I haven't told on my show before. I have I have one that has no context for what anything oh. we've been talking about at all. But oh, God. I was trying to think of stories. This is involved you keeping your clothes up. on? Uh, no, I, I was fully clothed throughout this entire situation. Oh, okay, okay. Just so, making sure. Yeah, so I'm just going to tell it because it's a fucking hysterical story. So my ex at the time, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, but my ex worked at this campground, like, right near us. And during the holiday, like, weekends, if they weren't packed out, they'd give us, like, a cabin, like, <laughs> on the campsite. And this isn't, like, I don't want you guys to think of, like, this is really nicely manicured lawns. Like this is a really nice, well put together campground. No, it is based off of the Yogi Bear franchise. So like I, at one point, because I was pussy whipped, had to wear a Yogi Bear costume and go like wave and say hi to kids and do all this shit. I knew you were a furry. I know. (laughs) So, and this place was such a shit show. It was absolutely insane. So it's like, do you still have it? 
What? No, it wasn't mine. They just oh. the ju- no. One year the something happened with all the paperwork for their Jamaican like interns that were coming in, and they were like a couple weeks late. So like they just needed help, and I get they they paid me cash under the table. I was like, all right, whatever. So I just did maintenance. How did that make you feel? Thing. You're like second in line to a Jamaican intern, <laughs> and you got paid cash under the table like an illegal. I like it. Um, so anyway, we are in a cabin. It's literally the cabin across the street from the store, like the office. They put us right there. On my way there, I found a couch on the side of the road. And I was like, I'm already half in the bag. Let's toss this couch in the back of the truck and we'll sit around the campfire with it. So we are sitting across the street from the campground office on a couch from the side of the road, sitting around the fire. So security, and again, a classy campground, they have armed security that are doing their rounds and they'd always end up uh, like at our site, shooting the shit for a while. And my girlfriend's still working. I'm just sitting at the fire, smoking a cigar. And this dude comes up. I can't remember his name for the life of me. It was a big dude, kind of definitely weird. And we're shooting the shit. And he goes, my fucking eye is killing me. He's like, oh, did you get something in it? And he goes, yeah, hold on. He had a glass eye. But it wasn't like, it was just like the sheet over it. So he just goes, ah, hold on. Puts his pinky into his eyeball. Just goes, pop, pops it out. It sticks to his finger. And then he goes, (laughs) <laughs> pops it back in in one motion and i was like what just happened and he goes ah, i lost it a while ago in a muffler accident and i was like what like that a muffler accident. anything with that what are you talking about so at that point you're probably contemplating if you were a little too fucked up. I was I was like, what the fuck just happened? Am I in candy so, camera? Anyway, later that night, they were doing their rounds, and this motherfucker shoulder checks the door in on one of the cabins because there was a complaint to one of to the office that there was a woman screaming and it sounded like she was in pain. And okay. it was a husband and wife that were just, and like they were in like their forties husband and wife just camping or whatever. And she was face down ass up and he, he, he was giving her the business to the point that the neighbors thought she was being beaten. And this dude just linebackers his way through this cabin door. Cause they wouldn't come to the door cause they were busy. <laughs> now when he shoulder checked it did his eyeball pop out <laughs> i don't know he's like chasing around the floor <laughs> oh shit oh, sorry guys so i gotta funny. keep my eye because like it was loud <laughs> enough it was it was a decent way like it wasn't like right next to where we were it was a ways away and i remember sitting there just going the hell was that he hit it so hard it broke the fucking door off the hinges it was a big dude Oh my god, it was so fucking funny. Oh my god. It was such a crazy night. And then my girlfriend almost got fired because 
I left for work the next day and left the couch in front of the fire pit. It it was Memorial Day weekend because I had to leave. I had to leave the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend at the meat shop, go pick up a couch at this campground. And on my way back, I knew there was like a spot I could turn off. And I literally just like got out of the truck, hulked it out of the truck and just drove back to work. (laughs) Yeah. That is fucking phenomenal. That was just pop, pop. Like what the fuck just happened? Yeah, the cherry on the on the top is the the story with the busting the door down. But oh, yeah. it reminds me of a guy I, I was working construction over this. I still see him around now and then. I was working construction over the summer though, and uh, this old motherfucker, slow as shit, old carpenter, but uh, old Mexican guy. I mean, goes by Abe, but had a uh, a tracheotomy. Like I don't even know what it was. This guy, you could literally catch him over there. Smoking a cigarette out of his fucking tracheotomy. <laughs> it was great. But every time he talked to you, he couldn't he couldn't talk unless he put his finger on it. And so it was like our thing, our, our just our mocking thing. Every time we talked to him, we had to talk back. We'd be like, hey, you sons of a bitch, get up off that ladder, you know. So ever, to this day, I see him. I'll, I'll see him walking into a gas station. I'm like, hey, you old motherfucker, you ain't croaked yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's the same thing. It reminds me though, like those little construction crews, like just the summer work type shit. And I'm like, it's oh, yeah. the same fucked up stories. Somehow yeah. butchers are a little bit worse, but it's the same fucked up shit. You know? What? Like I if anybody just... ever yeah. heard any of the shit that people say that guys say to each other when they work, we would all be canceled nowadays. Like every yeah. single one of us. We would we would be on a list. I welcome it. There'd be blue hard people blue haired people just... beating our list out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, Joseph doesn't have any crazy stories, though, huh? Isn't, no. isn't no. done any? Damn. Oh, I've done plenty of crazy shit. <laughs> just not, just not, just, just nothing not to tell. Put on, on a recording <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is gonna be for people to see forever. Yeah, I'm like it's stuck out there. <laughs> oh, trust me, trust me. If you think the stories we tell are fucked up, imagine the ones we don't. <laughs> oh yeah, no, exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah no well, i there, there's I'm, a tag I'm on i can put on the end of that one that story i'm gonna leave it off <laughs> i'm past the point of caring what people see on the internet yeah no like, well, if they want to if they want to look they can come look although this one time we went to uh you know we lit i li- i grew up in a super small town like no there's like a couple stop signs like three streets in the whole freaking town right and uh so, you know, we'd get bored. Well, once we got, you know, me and my buddies got old enough to drive. My one buddy, he had a old Camaro. And that he was fucking nuts. Like, just nuts. We'd be go, we'd be bombing down the road. All of a sudden, he'd just fucking right out through the ditch, down through the cornfields, like Dukes of Hazard in it. And uh, the one time, me and him and my one of my younger brothers, we went out to uh, only in New York to the mall before. I don't know. It's not really a mall anymore. And my little brother, we found a um, wheelchair. So he's pretending to be retarded. And uh, he's talking to Farmersville, you Brian. Ways away from Bath. But um, yeah, he's, pre- he's pretending to be retarded. So me and my buddy are like running him in the walls, slapping him in the head. And like, he was super convincing. And the mall security guys come up and, you know, people are complaining to him and they keep following us around the store and we keep doing it, you know, run them in the walls. And, um, 
he's like, oh, you know, acting like he's retarded. And they, they come over and they grab a hold of me and my buddy. like, you need to stop doing that to him, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden my brother just jumped up out of that wheelchair and took off running across the thing. And we took off running the other way and they're just standing there like, uh, <laughs> what just happened? That was pretty funny. Uh, that's oh great. my god, my my brother-in-law did that. He he was uh, everyone called the Shrek and Donkey because oh, yeah, because he came up to like here on me, like he was like five two maybe, like he was just super short. But we were leaving. It was it was me, my wife, and him, and we're leaving the store. I'm half in the bag. He's half in the bag. And I think we're leaving Walmart for something. And he just starts going full yeah, 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 voice. And as we're leaving, <laughs> he just screams, Mommy, Daddy doesn't love me because I'm retarded. <laughs> like, that's the last thing this Walmart heard as we walked through the door. And I was like, all right, fine with it. <laughs> It works. It works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys. Where can uh, everyone find you? Great. Josh? Uh, RenegadeButcher.com. That's, uh, that's got all the links to everywhere. You can look up Renegade Butcher pretty much everywhere. And if I'm not going by that, then you probably don't want to see what it's posted. So, <laughs> no, no, that's no, uh, mostly uh, Telegram, Noster. Uh, Join the, the Liberty Meat Chat over there. And uh, it's usually where we all kind of hang out. Uh, the majority of stuff's put up there. Otherwise, it's all on YouTube or all the places so if you can't find me ask kyle i'm sure he'll he'll get a hold of me right. oh i'll point the way <laughs> yeah joe uh youtube at blakesley acres uh facebook blakesley acres and uh i think both of them have our email on it now so if you guys have to get a hold of us we can you can shoot us an email um me and my wife answer on that so one of us will get back with you as soon as we can awesome um, and you can find us if you're watching this and you don't, um, you're not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe, like the video. Um, we volley back and forth on this YouTube channel between farm content and butcher shop content. I didn't get a butcher shop video out this week. It was kind of a light week. Um, but then you can find us on our telegram chat in the backwoods, um, Instagram, TikTok, everything is at backwoods butcher 603. So I appreciate you guys coming on. We'll have to do this again. I went through the whole oh, trouble. Yeah. I went through the whole trouble of making that intro video that we'll have to oh, we'll yeah. have to try and make it a constant thing or at least a regular thing. A constant thing. Daily. Every night. Daily. All the time. <laughs> We're taking all the times up. Right. Uh, all oh, right, boys. Shit. Thank you again yep. for coming. Uh, and I'm no glad problem. I don't know if I don't know if anyone got the chance to meet the critters on this one, but Oh. Uh, <laughs> we're all the critters on this one we're all the critters so. we appreciate <laughs> you guys coming and appreciate you guys listening